Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years. Watchman Nee was imprisoned by the Chinese government in 1952 and remained there until his death in 1972. Following his imprisonment, Witness Lee carried on this ministry in Taiwan and eventually in America and ultimately around the world. He served the Lord for more than 70 years before going to be with him in 1997. His major contribution was through a 21-year labor he called Life Study, an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's lsmradio.org. Again, lsmradio.org radio.org. Now, here's our show today. A loving pursuer of Christ needs to experience Christ's ascension by living in the heavenly holy of holies within the veil through the cross after she has experienced Christ's resurrection. That is the fourth and final stage of the Song of Songs portrayal of the New Testament believers' experience of Christ. And we've come to that today in our life study of Song of Songs. It's actually our second program on that. This is Matt Miller here with Bill Lawson, and we hope you'll stay with us because we have a very uh, enjoyable program with you, don't we, Bill? That's true, Matt. Now we're in uh, high peak here. We hope a lot of riches to share with our listeners today. Bill, before we go on, I would like to help our listeners who may have never heard anything before today's program. Say they're listening for the first time. Can you bring our listeners up to speed with the context of where we are in this eighth radio program from the life study of the Song of Songs? Of course, we have a summary here of these uh, eight chapters in this little book of Song of Songs, and very few believers spend that much time in this book. But you have about four stages of our Christian life here, Matt, unveiled in these uh, eight chapters. And it begins with our seeking of the Lord— are being redeemed, regenerated, following the Lord, then we begin to enjoy Him, and then we enter into a kind of a a situation where at a certain point we become introspective, and we get into ourself, and we start looking at ourself, and we lose the enjoyment of Christ, and the Lord has to draw us out of that kind of quagmire, in a sense, to bring us back to Himself. And then, of course, He calls us even further to not only to live in His resurrection life, but also to go all the way to live in his ascension, where in ascension we learn how to discern our soul from our spirit. When we reach that stage, uh, then we are really living in ascension. We're living in our mingled spirit. Uh, we're not in ourself. We're not in our natural life. We're not in our flesh, but the Lord has brought us all the way to live in our mingled spirit. But even there, we may think, well, now I've really attained. But we have to realize there is a, even a further call here in uh, the Song of Songs, chapter 6, where we're called more strongly to live in the Lord's ascension through the cross in his resurrection life. And we'll take a look at that during this program. 
with a special emphasis there on living within the veil. Right. A few of the pictures of these stages that you just went through, I just like to repeat them. In chapter one, it said, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth for his love is better than wine. This is the beginning of the Song of Songs. So actually to enter into this book at all, you need to be a lover of Christ, one who says, Lord, kiss me. Your love is better than wine. That means the Lord's love is better than anything the world has to offer. That's the wine there. It's the wine of this world cannot compete with the love of the Lord. That's how this book starts. So the beginning is with satisfaction of satisfactions. Then in the second stage, you mentioned the introspection there. That was when the seeker of the Lord, the lover, found herself behind a wall. And she was looking through a window, seeing the Lord skipping on the mountains. And he was calling her to come out of herself, her introspection, to what was called the cleft of the rock, a high place Hard to get to, but it's the safest place, and that is the experience of the cross, the denial of the self. Then we go on to the third stage where we become a few things, the pillar of smoke, a bed for the Lord to rest at night, and during the day a palanquin for him to be a glory to him. And then now we go to the fourth stage, which I'd like to read the first verse of our section today is from Song of Songs, chapter 6, verse 4. You are as beautiful, my love, as Terza, as lovely as Jerusalem, as terrible as an army with banners. And then I want to read a New Testament verse that Witness Lee is going to refer to here. It's Romans 5.17. For if by the offense of the one death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one. Jesus Christ. Here's Witness Lee from his speaking in 1995. Her beloved treasuring her as his love, his heart's desire, praises her that she is beautiful as the heavenly sanctuary. Among Israel, there are two kings and palaces. One is in the north, in Samaria. The others in the south, in Jerusalem. That's King Solomon's palace. In the north, in Samaria, there's a city which is called Terza. Both are king palaces. Both are in the same nature of royalty. You know, the more we are heavenly, the more we are royal. Romans 5 says, by the abundance of grace, we can reign in life. When you reign, you are a king. You are royal. The more you are heavenly, that means the more you are reigning, you are royal. It's very good. Tersa is a royal place. They should be taken as a base to interpret our spiritual life in this part that we even experience very much resurrection. We even live as God's new creation. Even we live this new creation in the heaven, in ascension, yet still uh-huh, in the sanctuary there is a veil. There's a flesh, a veil. So we must daily have a dealing with our flesh. Every day. Watch and pray. When I was young, when I read this word of the Lord, I said, watch and pray, what is this? What, what, 
more I follow the Lord, I feel I should watch. If I don't watch, right away, right away, the flesh acts. So we need to be watchful. Still, still, dear saints, you have to remember, you are still in the flesh. Regardless how spiritual we are, we are still in the flesh. Her becoming the heavenly sanctuary and the heavenly Jerusalem is due to her victory over the enemies. You must be an overcome, overcoming the enemies. Then you could live with the will. Well, that's a good point to stop. Witness Lee started out this section with the verse from the Song of Songs about the lover being compared to how beautiful Terza is and how lovely Jerusalem is. And we ended up with being warned about our flesh and needing to overcome to enter within the veil. Why don't you put this all together here before we go on in our life study program. Right, Matt, this is kind of interesting here. You have these figures that uh, Song of Songs uses that Brother Lee talked about, Terza and Jerusalem. Of course, they're both royal cities. Terza in the north, the kingdom of uh, Israel, Jerusalem in the south, the kingdom of Judah. They were both royal cities, sanctuaries, dwelling places. And the one, of course, in Jerusalem is very important because that sanctuary and the city of Jerusalem protected the temple, which was God's expression and God's dwelling place on the earth. So they're big cities, they're royal cities, and we need to realize that in typology, we need to grow and mature until we can become those kind of expressions. And Brother Lee talked about Romans 5, about reigning in life, and we need to be those experience reigning in life in a mature way, not just to be regenerated, born again, saved from God's condemnation in hell. We need to grow and mature until we become a sanctuary, a strong expression protecting God's interests. And by our growth in life, we can reign in life as kings. We can uh, advance to such a state where we should overcome all kinds of obstacles in our Christian life, overcome the enemy in every kind of way. So I think we need to realize that for us to live within the veil today, we need to be those eventually, as Paul said in Romans 5, we need to reign in life. We can reign in life by our growth in life, by progressing through all of these stages, these four stages of the Song of Songs. So this is very important that we realize those cities are something that we, as a corporate group of believers, are becoming. If we mature to that point, we will become the reality of Terza and Jerusalem. Just wanted to underscore one of the phrases there in Romans 5.17, that it's those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness that will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. So we really need to be receivers of grace, and we need to enjoy the Lord, enjoy the grace. Through our actual receiving, we become those who can reign. Let's go on and let me read another verse here, Bill. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 and 20 tell us, Having therefore, brothers, boldness for entering the Holy of Holies in the blood of Jesus, which entrance he initiated for us as a new and living way through the veil, that is his flesh. Here's Witness Lee. In the heavens, there is the sanctuary of God, right? Very strange, 
the same sanctuary of God is divided into two sections. The first section is called the holy place, and the second is called the holy of holies. In between, there is a separation. That is a veil. Hebrew 10 tells us that veil in the sanctuary signifies our flesh. Who can imagine that in the heavenlies, a sanctuary? Yet in this heavenly sanctuary is the flesh. Could you believe? We are in the sanctuary, seemingly we are in the heavens, yet we still have the flesh. Don't forget. We got saved. Regardless how much we got sanctified, renewed, transformed, and conformed even to the image of uh, the firstborn of God, as long as we are still living on this earth in this body, we still have the flesh. And the redemption of our body is not kind of accident. No, it's a progressive thing. So, now you understand, this is God's economy. God arranged this way. God never planned to have you to reach such a high standard of superiority that there is even no more flesh. God didn't plan this way. God still needs this flesh to work something over you. So, we must daily have a dealing with our flesh every day. Watch and pray. More I follow the Lord, I feel I should watch. If I don't watch right away, the flesh acts. I have to watch, watch, watch. We need to be watchful. Dear saints, you have to remember you are still in the flesh. We have to learn to pass through the veil by the dealing of the cross every day. Then we leave within the veil, not just live in heaven, live in ascension. We live in God Himself. This is the highest state. When we reach such a state, we'll have nothing to do but to wait and hope for a rapture. Bill, this is quite a, a word here that takes us all the way from being in the flesh to being at a point where we're at the highest stage where we have nothing else to do but wait for the rapture. But even at the highest stage, we have to remember we're still in the flesh. How about this picture? It is really interesting, Matt, like the way you put it. I think most believers, or all believers, we think after we have attained to to a certain degree of spirituality, growth in life, maturity in life, we're almost ready to be raptured, and we think, no more flesh. Uh, Either it was eradicated or it was removed along the way, but we have to be very wise and very cautious and very sober to realize no matter how high a degree of spirituality we may have attained, the flesh is always with us. It will be with us our whole life until we're raptured. So I really can echo Brother Lee's words here. 
we really have to watch, we have to pray, we have to be on the alert all the time. Uh, we may be ones who lives in resurrection, even living in ascension, you know, which is like higher than resurrection. She is living within the veil. She has spirituality. She has sought the Lord for many years. She has been brought to a point where it seems like there's nothing more for her to do, just wait for the rapture. But here we have to be very, very wise and cautious that we can really uh, have some big setbacks and fall. The Lord allows the flesh, Matt, to be with us. Even in Second Corinthians 12, the Lord took Paul to all three places of the universe, to Hades underneath the earth, on the earth, and then to the uh, third heavens. And yet, still, he was given a thorn in the flesh to buffet Paul, to humble Paul, to cause Paul to realize, no matter how much revelation and experience Paul had, Paul, you still have the flesh. There's still something there that I want to keep with you to cause you to seek after me and deny the self, deny the flesh, to cause you to turn to me all the time. Bill, I appreciate your uh, quoting the New Testament verses here that help us understand these pictures in the Old Testament. It's like the captions in a picture book that explain the picture. And let me start out the concluding word with Witness Lee with one of these captions that explain this final portion. It's from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 12 through 16, that talk about the goal, which is the building up of the body of Christ. And he says, For the perfecting of the saints unto the work of the ministry, unto the building up of the body of Christ, until we all arrive at the oneness of the faith and of the full knowledge of the Son of God, at a full-grown man, at the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we may be no longer little children tossed by waves and carried about by every wind of teaching in the slight of men, in craftiness with a view to a system of error. But holding to truth in love, we may grow up into him in all things, who is the head, Christ. Out from whom all the body being joined together and being knit together through every joint of the rich supply and through the operation in the measure of each one part causes the growth of the body unto the building up of itself in love. Let's go to Witness Lee to see this growth of the body. Previously, she was likened to a mare, a horse, among Pharaoh's uh, chariots, a henna flower in the vineyard, a rose in Sharon, a lily in the valleys, and among thorns, a dove, a pillar of smoke, a bed, a palanquin, a garden, and a fountain with a spring. But now she second to the heavenly dwelling of God and the heaven in Jerusalem indicating that her maturity in life for what? For God's building. I tell you to talk about the building of the body of Christ we need maturity. You read Ephesians 4 from verse 12 to verse 16. Those are five verses covering the building up of the body. This being of the body needs the growth in life, even the growth to reach maturity. Then the body of Christ could be built up. To talk, to build up the church in a general way, that's easy. 
you just have some capacity to manage things, to run things, to take care of this and that. This all together, not a kind of organism. This is an organization by your kind of managing ability. But to build the body, your capacity to arrange things, to organize things, has no part in the building of the body of Christ. The body of Christ is a building, not an organization. It's an organism dependent upon your growth, not only so, also your maturity in life. The building of the body is organic. We have to build up this body organically, not organizationally. Does all the members grow in, grow in, grow in? Then firstly, you grow. You can perfect others. To perfect others according to Second Corinthians chapter 13 is to have Christ living in you and growing in you and to enjoy the triumph God, that is to build up the body. We need the maturity in life for the building of God. And this building is unique. That is the organic body of Christ today, which will consummate the organic New Jerusalem in the new heaven and new earth. Bill, I feel like this is a classic word comparing the building of the church organically versus organizationally. And I really want to make this clear because the Song of Songs is a growth and a maturity that we've reached the fourth stage of. It's not something that you can learn in a school, is it, Bill? That's right. Uh, I was just amazed, Matt. You have this rich ministry of Brother Lee. I mean, who could imagine that he could connect a figure from the Old Testament of Solomon, of Tirzah and Jerusalem, to Ephesians 4, one of the most difficult portions of the New Testament, to show a connection that Jerusalem are really, in the New Testament, the body of Christ built up. And you can see the growth and the development of Jerusalem as figures there with the seeker becoming God's dwelling place, God's building. They are typified by Jerusalem because you have the seeker become a garden, which is a matter of the divine life, growth and flourishing in the divine life. But still, that's not the top. The top is the organic side, the building of God. God wants Jerusalem. He wants a fortress. He wants a sanctuary where God can dwell in man and man can dwell in God. And when you look at that in the New Testament, it's the body of Christ. Even he makes a a little distinction between the church and the body of Christ. Of course, the church is mainly the outward expression of a group of believers, but organically and intrinsically, that church that could easily be managed outwardly by, you know, procedure, by gifted ones, by management, that is still not what God's after. He's after the organic building of the body of Christ, and that can only come about by our growth in life, our constitution with the riches of Christ, by our full maturity in Christ, and our being built up together according to what Paul reveals in Ephesians chapter 4. Bill, uh, we've run out of time, but uh, of course this Jerusalem that God is after eventually is a picture of the end of the Bible. 
at the end of the Bible, at Revelation chapter 21 and 22, we see the ultimate goal of God fulfilled in the new Jerusalem. So he wants Jerusalem here. In uh, the Song of Songs, chapter 6, verse 4, he says, You're as lovely as Jerusalem. And then he ends the Bible with the new Jerusalem. And in in between, you have the story of Ephesians chapter 4, which is the building up of the body of Christ that will eventually consummate in the new Jerusalem. Bill, thanks for coming in and doing this program with me today. It's a pleasure, Matt. And thank you also for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. It's been very enlightening to see God's goal fulfilled through this picture in the Song of Songs. We hope you'll continue with us. We only have two more programs from the Song of Songs. Call us if you'd like to get information at 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Or just send an email to radio at lsm.org. On behalf of Bill Lawson, this is Matt Miller. Thanks for listening today. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, produced by Living Stream Ministry. Living Stream Ministry is dedicated to the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China during the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Watchman Nee sent Witness Lee to carry out this ministry in Taiwan. Later, the Lord led him to the United States and eventually to the rest of the world before he went to be with the Lord in 1997. Living Stream Ministry now has hundreds of titles by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee available in English, plus many in more than 50 other languages. To find out more about Living Stream and all that we offer, visit our website, lsm.org. You can also reach us toll-free at 1-888-543-3788 or email us, radio at lsm.org. Thanks for listening.